Hey, 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 what's going on, people? Welcome to the very first podcast episode of Words to the Wise, Mind Elevation with BJ. I am BJ Armstead, and, uh, you know, this very first podcast, we had to make sure that we opened it up with giving a shout out and honoring those people who are the reason that we are here today. I'm talking about none other than the mothers. Now, today is Mother's Day, right? And I wanted to make sure that we started this podcast honoring those that gave birth to us. Special, special, special connection with the people that we lived inside for eight to 10 months, man. Right? You know what? Let, let me let me let me pause for a second, man, and, and give a shout out to my mother, man. The reason why I'm still here today, figuratively and literally. See, for those who don't know, I come from a, a troubled past, not physically, but emotionally, spiritually, mentally as well. Played a lot of sports growing up, a lot of baseball growing up. And um, one main sport that I played my entire life was baseball. Now, being an athlete of my caliber, everyone knew me for the sport that I played instead of who I was. In essence, my value was determined upon what I did on the field, not the person that I was. You understand what I'm saying? So, if I wasn't doing well on the field, my relationships with people weren't doing well either. Both were suffering. You see the relationship I had between the two? Uh, so, I will never forget, man, the first episode that I had of being troubled mentally and emotionally. I was 10 years old and I was in the I was in my garage. I was hitting off of a tee. And I wasn't doing well in games. And I remember the feeling of, man, I'm not doing well right now in sports. So why am I still here right now if that's all I can add to the world? That's my entire value to people is how well I'm doing on the field. Since I'm not doing well on the field, I shouldn't be here right now. Matter of fact, what would the world be like if I was not here right now? I remember the thought I had when I was 10 years old of going to get that gun, putting it to my head and pulling the trigger. But there was one thing that stopped me from doing that. There was one thing that stopped me from going to search out a gun, pointed at my head. And that was the thought of my mother's eyes. See, I couldn't do that to my mother. I was thinking about my mother's eyes at the funeral, how she would be crying her eyes out profusely, staring down, looking at my casket, looking at her dead only child in the casket with his eyes closed, with his heart not beating and, his, and, and, and not breathing anymore. And so that is the main reason why I'm here right now. Um, and I even have episodes still where the same things that hunted me back in the day, right? My same past that hunted me back in the day when I was 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 years old, I still think about those things now as a 24 year old man. But I know I have one person that I can cry on every single time. I know there's one person that I can go to and talk to no matter what time of the night it is, no matter what she's doing, no matter what we're doing as a family or what she's going through, I know she always makes time for me. And that is my mother. That is my queen right there. You understand what I'm saying? That's my rock right there. Um, so I wanted to give a shout out to my mother, man, the person that really showed me things and led by example. I remember waking up at four o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, thinking I'm doing something before high school, working out. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, man, these cats ain't out here doing this, man. I'm 17, 18, man. These boys in high school and college ain't even out here uh, working out at four o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning. 
whatnot. So I wake up. I go downstairs and see my mother working. I'm talking about grinding, right? She used to work for somebody back in the day, right? She worked for a defects. My mother's big in counseling and social work, things like that. My mother used to work for defects, right? And so at a certain point, she said, man, you know what? I want to work for myself. I want to be self-employed. I want to own my own company, my own agency. And she worked her tail off, day in and day out, working, grinding. So me, 17, 18 years old, I'm walking downstairs at 4.30 in the morning like, man, these cats ain't seeing me because I'm not out working them. Nobody else up right now. Going downstairs, see my mother working, man. She been up. I asked, I'm like, man, mom, how long you been up? I've been up since 2.30 grinding. And then take me to school because I wasn't driving at 17. And then come back to the crib and still grind, still hustle, still put the hours in. Talk about 10,000 hours. My mother was crushing that, man. So, uh, just want to give a shout out to that, man. Um, you know, and, but an interesting fact that I learned, an interesting fact that I learned actually not too long ago was that we actually don't come from our mothers, we come from our grandmothers, right? Everyone has a special connection to their mother, but we come from our grandmothers. That's amazing to me. See, when a woman is born, she's born with every single egg that she would need in her ovaries, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of eggs. That same ovary that the grandmother has when she's born is the same ovary that is the same egg that we come from when we are born. So that's why it's important, man, that we treat our mothers the way that they should be treated, like the queen of the family that they are. Even if you don't have a relationship with your mother to where you can't treat her like that every single day, make sure that today you emphasize the fact that that is the person that you came out of, that you lived inside of for nine months. And treat her like the queen she is. Again, my mother is the queen. She's the rock of the family. My queen, my best friend. And I would not be here without her. Figuratively, scientifically, <laughs> if you will, and literally. I know guys right now, some of my best friends who do not have their mother with them right now because their mother has passed away and gone to glory, going to be with the Lord. And every single day they wish they had their mother, man. Treat your mother like she should be treated. Like that's the person that gave birth to you. Like that's the person who went through excruciating pain in that hospital bed to give birth to you. Our mothers almost died giving birth to us. Think about that. The body can only hold so many decibels of pain. Once, once the body exceeds that many decibels of pain, it's subject to death. And nine times out of ten, that's what happens. Well, when a mother goes into labor, when she goes and she starts giving birth to us, she exceeds that amount. Her body exceeds that amount. So just think about that. Her mother almost gave her life to give life to you. Let's make sure that we are treating our mothers the right way. That is the person that prayed for us day in and day out to make sure that we are still here today. Most of us would not be here today if it, if it was not for our praying mother and praying grandmother. Treat our queens how they should be treated and make sure that they get their flowers while they're still here. All right? So, you know, I just wanted to open that up, man, and start the very first episode of Word to the Wise, man. Mind elevation. Every single time we come on this show, Every single time you tune in on this show, you will get an ounce of knowledge. You will get something you can take back, write down a nugget of knowledge where you could give that to the youth, give that to those 
to elevate their mind. All right, next week we're gonna have special guests on the show, uh, and you know, every single week we come on the show, we're gonna have someone that can elevate our mind on some level. But this week, it's all about the mothers, man. All right. Peace. Well, my mom actually showed me, well, all of us actually, um, what we should do. That's why she kept us in church all the time. When, when I was growing up as a little girl, we stayed in church. Okay, when I got to be an adult, of course, that was already in me from going to church and praying of what to do to have your life in a way where you can function. So she didn't really have to say a whole lot of anything. She just showed us what needs to happen. So basically, that's what she did. Um, so and I'm saying that the people that I work with, when you have an absence of God in your life, a number of things could happen and you cannot see your way out. You have to have him. Your spirit has to be fed through the word. So this is the thing that's absent in a lot of people's lives when they cannot um, find their way through. Absolutely. And those who know me best know that that translated down to me because growing up, you know, my mother was a, a usher in the church that we attended. And uh, so I would be going to church with her uh, as a child every Sunday, early in the morning, five or six o'clock in the morning, meetings and stuff. And then we, we stay for a service. And um, I didn't really know why I was going. I just went with my mother. Uh, but as I became of age, became a man and understood how life worked, I understood the importance of the word of God and, and how you can't live without it. You know, you, you're not going to you're not going to go very far without your foundation. And if you don't have a strong foundation, it's like a house being built on, on, on quicksand. You know, you, it's going to crumble at the first hit. Um, but I want to talk now about the sacrifices that uh, mothers make and the sacrifices that my mother made for me, even when I was not here on earth yet, uh, even when I was still in her womb, uh, being being formed and shaped and molded. So, Mama, why don't you tell that story of uh, of uh, when we were in the hospital with the umbilical cord? Well, that was a situation where I know that was nothing but the Lord because the doctor had told me to go ahead and uh, have the baby. And so I kept pushing and pushing and then nothing happened. So finally she said, well, I'll go on and take the baby. So when we got in the uh, room, she went on and did the C-section. And of course, when she pulled the baby, she had to cut a little more and found out that the cord was around uh, the baby's neck. Well, she said that uh, if she, if I had went on pushing and and, and continued, then uh, that court would have choked him. So I knew that with the work of the Lord, when she did that C-section and went on and um, took him out and took the court from around his neck from choking. Absolutely. That see that that explains the wittiness that mothers have to have, the quick-mindedness that the mothers have to have in order to make. Not only a decision, but the right decision, because had my mother not made the decision to uh, not continue pushing, I wouldn't have been here today and the core would have choked me so much that I'd have been dead. Uh, and so, you know, I continue to thank my mother for that. Um, and so I just wanted to have not only a special guest, but these specialist guests on the show today uh, because it is Mother's Day. And... Um, 
wanted to make sure that we are giving a special shout out today. If you don't have that relationship with your mother where you can't treat her like a queen every day, then today, at least on Mother's Day, treat her like a queen as much as possible. All right. So uh, thank you. Uh, and we out. Peace.